serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. For Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades Baseball. The Show Me Sports Network will recap last game's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in the Mink League is on the air as Blake Gazaway and Grayson Smith are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball is brought to you by Centurion Cares, Batteries Plus Bulbs, Avon with Michelle Carty, Storm Pro Contractors, Mossy Oak Properties, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, River Oak Christian Academy, Kathy Rush Remax Realty, Eddie Gaydell Society, Joe Mockins Ford, Riley Automotive, Southwest Dental, Canterbury Hill Winery, The Dugout Sports Cars, Edward Jones, Central Bank, Farmers Insurance, Animal Medical Center, Downtown Chiropractic Clinic, Jefferson Bank, BE Renewed LLC, Ponchero, State Tech College of Missouri, MFA, Hitachi ABB Power Grid, and Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Jefferson City Renegades Radio Network, Blake Gazaway. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gazaway here with you on a hot, hot night here at historic Ernie Vivian Ballpark as we are just a few moments away, about uh, seven, eight minutes away, maybe ten minutes away from getting our ball game underway as tonight the season finale, also the home finale for the Jefferson City Renegades as they will be playing a team that uh, they're very familiar with in the Joplin Outlaws, as these two two teams hooked up last night, as tonight game two of the second uh, of their homestead, and uh, well, last night we had the long ball helped out the Renegades as they won by a score of five to two in the final. And really tonight, it doesn't matter what the records are, how we got here, or what your season looked like. Tonight is winner take all from the standpoint of. Winner will have a home playoff game on Monday. The loser will be on the road on Monday for that playoff game. And, of course, it'll be between these two teams that matched up last night, match up tonight, and will face each other on Monday. Blake Gasly here with you on the Show Me Sports Network, joined by Grayson Smith. Grayson, last night was a great game to uh, watch, an even better game to call. Yeah, it was a great game. They had a couple clutch home runs, one by a uh, game-tying home run by Joseph Keelholz which, I mean, he absolutely crushed that baseball, and he knew it right off the bat. And then the next inning, bottom of the eighth inning, Hamilton Anderson, the dead center field, 
cause the center fielder to just run straight into the wall, but it was the wall scraper, but it went really far, probably 380, 385. And it was just a great ball game all around. It was, it was a great team win. They had good pitching as well. As Jacob Davis got to start on the mound, he did a an absolute uh, awesome job starting the game. Made it uh, through, I, I can't recall offhand, don't have the paper in front of me, but was it four or five innings? And then uh, their, their new ace uh, from the bullpen stepped in. That is Tony Newbeck. He came in and, again, had a, a lights-out performance as well. And uh, really just an all-around great game for the Renegades as they had good pitching, they had uh, good hitting, and something that we talked about was uh, before the game was they had to take those opportunities they were given as they were walked several times, and they did score some of those runs via uh, the walk and ultimately drove them around home, which is something that was uh, super important to them. We talked about that and ended up was a big difference in the ballgame. Yes, so, it was. And another, another thing that they did correctly, too, was they held the base runners for the outlaws as we talked about the key to the game was just watching them and making sure they stay basically on first base, whatever base they got, instead of stealing. And they did just that, and they were able to keep it calm, and they limited the runs to only two last night. Well, both teams last night did leave the bases loaded on a couple of opportunities, but again, that pitching worked around quite well at least twice. They left the bases loaded, and there was one or less outs when the bases were loaded, and they were able to work around that and uh, not give up any runs, so just a great game for the Renegades. But as we said tonight, super important as the winner. We'll have a home playoff game on Monday. The loser is the road team. So a lot on stake for the Renegades this evening. As they're recognizing the host families for the Renegades, also recognizing the Interns as well, we'll say the interns have done an outstanding job this season. They've revamped the website. They've had all kinds of great promos, all kinds of things as well. So hats off to them. That's exactly what uh, Board President Steve Miner is saying right now. Is uh, They did an outstanding job and uh, had a lot of fun at the ballpark too, I think, and dedicated this summer and had a great opportunity as well for them to have a chance to plug into the organization. And I talked about this early on in the season this Renegades organization has been outstanding. They've welcomed myself and my family, you and many others in as part of the Renegades family, the baseball family, and that's exactly what it feels like. I know our daughter, who is five and a half, my wife comes to the game, she does too, but uh, she had the opportunity to just run around, made some new friends, and got to see a lot of the players and have a good time here at the ballpark. So tonight, as we said, winner takes all from the standpoint of the playoffs as that will start on Monday. Playoffs next week. Playoff games Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday will be the division championship game. Wednesday's a rain day slash rest day. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday set for the championship games. That'll be best of three series. As home plate umpires and coaches finish up their meeting. So they'll go their representative ways. As we'll take a look at the starters for the Joplin Outlaws. They come in at 17-21. and 21, Losing the game last night to the Renegades by a score of 5-2. to two. They'll start in center field batting first will be Drake Angeron. Right fielder batting second will be Caleb Fierstake. Batting third will be shortstop Logan Klein. Playing in left field, batting fourth, that's Ethan Ellis. Designated hitter for tonight. Batting fifth will be Brett Weimers. Batting sixth, playing first base is Jared Toller. Batting seventh, playing third base will be Caden Bressler. He was the losing pitcher last night. Catching, batting eighth will be Kalen Protaski. And batting ninth will be second baseman Jeb Jenkins. 
And pitching on the mound is a pitcher that we've seen several times. That's Clayton Saparito for the Outlaws. For the Renegades, they sit at 16 and 18 on the season. They'll lead off with left fielder Drew Mize. They'll bat first. Batting second will be shortstop Joseph Keelholz. Batting third will be center fielder Brady Voss. Batting fourth will be first baseman Carter Mize. Batting fifth will be second baseman Ben Burton. Batting sixth will be catcher Hamilton Anderson. Batting seventh, playing third base tonight, will be Seth DeNoyer. Batting eighth will be right fielder Caden Deal. And batting ninth will be designated hitter Andrew Patton. Patton uh, wasn't with the team yesterday. He was out feeling ill, so he has got back to feeling better. He'll be batting ninth in the DH role. And on the mound will be Xander Levin, so he will get the start for tonight's contest here. As we said, it really doesn't matter what the records is, how you got here, or uh, what your season looked like. What really matters now is uh, this game and going forward as uh, both teams trying to vie for a Mink League championship. And uh, really, that uh, begins tonight with who's going to have home field advantage and continues on Monday with that playoff game. Finishing up the lineups here, we'll have the national anthem as well. As Grayson, what do you think your keys to the game are tonight for the Renegades? Um, keys to the game, I'd say, would just be just like last night. And I mean, just just look for the W. I mean, that's all they can you, you can really ask for tonight. I mean, like you said, it's a winner take all. And I mean, just limiting base runners, limiting them stealing bases, and just having enough offense to um, overflow over. Uh, by limiting those base runners. I mean, it's just a big game tonight, and all you can really expect is just a win. I agree. Uh, very much similar to last night, and I will say for tonight's game, one thing they are going to have to battle is uh, make sure they stay hydrated. It's 94 degrees right now at the ballpark, and it feels like 106. I've been here most of the afternoon, and it has been hot all afternoon. These players have been getting warmed up and uh, getting ready for the game, so They've been out here as well in this heat. I know I took a break a couple times, just went over and sat behind the bleachers in the shade for a little while, just trying to cool off a little bit as it is a hot one here at the ballpark. But that should be a great night for baseball. As they're going to have the first pitch here momentarily. Now the wind has been shifting around a couple of different directions, but earlier it was blowing straight in from center field. So... We said the Renegades using the long ball last night, but that might be a little difficult. They still might hit one out or two out, but they're probably not going to be dead center field like uh, we had last night in Hamilton Anderson taking that one yard. Tonight's also Bark at the Park. And his first pitch in there. Smoking Dogs, Working Dogs group here sponsoring the game tonight. So we're going to have the play in the National Anthem, and then we'll be back to get you set for the game as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, cloud services, automated customer callback, 
Reporting and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. We have the cleaning of home plate and the largest toothbrush here in the Midwest. A toothbrush, courtesy of Southwest Dental Care. As that is almost twice as tall as that little youngster out there who's cleaning off home plate. So we are just about ready to get our ball game underway, as we said tonight. Big game for both teams as winner has home field advantage Monday to lose their plays on the road. As these two teams will lock horns again on Monday. Winner of that game goes on to... A division championship game loser. Their season is done for the 2021 season. On the mound for the Renegades, we said that'll be Xander Levin. He's from Columbia, right-handed pitcher, six foot, 185 pounder, a sophomore at Northwest Missouri State. He's pitched in nine games with four starts, has a record of one and one, 3.66 ERA, has 19 and two-thirds innings worked, 16 strikeouts, 12 walks, and 16 hits given up. In his nine games, he faced the Outlaws, pitched against them on the 22nd of June. He only went one inning. That's the only time he has seen them this season. So he will get the start tonight. Renegades, as we talked about, did a great job last night of limiting the uh, stolen bases and limiting the base runners for the Outlaws. And center fielder Drake Angeron will step in. He will lead off the game. He's a left-handed batter. Again, Mize Voss deal in the outfield from left to right. And Denoyer, Keelholz, Burton, Mize in the infield. Anderson behind home plate. Levin on the mound as first pitch on its way. That one outside. Ball one. So we'll start the game off with one ball, no strike count. That one's going to be swung on and missed. So I'll leave in the count at one ball and one strike. 1-1 one, one offering. That one in there for called strike two. And that thing just dropped into the strike zone as if you were trying to toss something into a bucket. So one ball, two strike count. That pitch swung on and missed. Strikeout number one, out number one. 4-11, 26 more outs needed, and a few runs on the board for the Renegades, but 26 more outs, and we will have a home playoff game on 
Monday. Be the first one in franchise history. So kind of excited about that opportunity. I don't know about you, Grayson. Oh, I am, absolutely. I'd love to see a playoff game here in Jeff. So next batter will be right fielder Caleb Fierstake. First pitch to him, that one inside downstairs, ball one. Fierstake entering hit at a 385 this season. Has 30 hits to his credit. That one swung on and missed. Evens account one ball and one strike. He also is a left-handed batter. We see a lot of the players across the Mink League are left-handed batters. That one misses just outside. Ball two. Fierstake does have 20 strikeouts this season. 2-1 offering on the way. That one called strike two, so we'll go even at two balls and two strikes. Blake, I think we're forgetting another big play that happened last night. I think possibly a game-saving catch by Brady Voss out in center field as that one's taken for a ball. That was probably arguably the best play we've seen so far this season, Brady Voss out in center field. Yeah, Voss had a play that he came diving out of nowhere and robbed the hitter of what would have been extra bases. Swing and a miss. That's out number two, strikeout number two. But now it'll be shortstop Logan Klein. Now only 25 more strikeouts needed. Again, a few runs in favor of the Renegades. Not that we're keeping track or anything of those strikeouts. No, no. So two outs here as we play top of the first inning. Klein will step in. He's a right-handed batter. He's hitting a 299 with 35 hits. First one down central called strike one. I see good pitching like this from Love, and we're going to have a good game, and it's going to spend the Renegades the right way. That one upstairs evens at a one and one. In other games tonight, the St. Joseph Mustangs hosting the Des Moines Peak Prospects at Phil Welch Stadium. Except for a 7 o'clock first pitch, so they're just underway. That one's going to be a slow roller. Burton will glove at second base. Throw to Mize at first for out number three. As three up and three down. And we'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Still scoreless. Renegades looking for their first opportunity to get on the board, just like they did last night. So we'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society. Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh-huh. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Uh-huh. I know a guy. You know an agent too. It's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573 761 3405. will come to bat here in the bottom of the first inning on the mound for the Outlaws will be Clayton Saparito. 
He is from Columbus, Kansas, a right-handed thrower, a sophomore at Crowder College. He's pitched in 10 games but has a record of 0-1, 4.79 ERA, 20 and two-thirds innings worked. Over that, he has 19 strikeouts, 10 walks, 20 hits. He has faced the Renegades several times, looked like four times, as he only has just worked uh, what looks like four, no, three and a third innings when he's faced the Renegades. Oh, four and a third. So he hasn't faced them much, but he has worked a little bit against them. So he will be on the mound for the Renegades. They'll send hitters one, two, and three to the plate. That'll be leadoff man, left fielder Drew Mize, shortstop Joseph Kuholz, and center fielder Brady Voss. As Drew Mize comes from O'Fallon, Missouri, six foot, 185 pounder, right hander across the board, a sophomore at SIU Edwardsville. As he enters the game today, hitting a 256 with 11 hits, one home run. He's only played in 12 games, 43 at bats. First pitch inside, almost nicked him on the way by. Ball one. He will step back in. One ball, no strike. He's going to hit a bouncing ball to the shortstop. That's Ellis. He'll throw to first in time for out number one. That goes as a 6-3 put out. So that will be shortstop Joseph Kuholz. As Kuholz hails from Bonnets Mill, Missouri, 5'11", 195-pounder, left-handed batter, right-handed thrower, freshman in northwest Missouri State. Kuholz leading the team with a 330 clip right now. Has 32 hits, 97 at-bats, 23 RBIs, three home runs. He's going to hit a hard-hit ball. That's going to get through into right field, so his hit parade continues and makes him with 33 hits this season. He has just been on absolute fire lately, and nothing is seeming to stop him as he hit a long home run last night. If I remember right, it was a high fastball that he just got enough of, and he knew it right off the bat. It was a no-doubter, and he just keeps on going today. Now stepping in will be Brady Voss. He is the center fielder tonight. He's from Lake St. Louis, Missouri, six foot, 175-pounder, right-hander across the board, a sophomore at Missouri, S&T. He's got a runner on with one out, first pitch upstairs, ball one. Voss hitting a 205 this season. Has a Mink League leading 14. Sorry, 13 hit my pitch. As 14 walks, he's going to slice that one foul. So that'll even the count of one ball and one strike. As boss, Mr. HBP, he leads the Mink League and hit my pitch. Leads the team as well, obviously. 1-1 offering. That one's going to be a slow roller. See if Shortstop is going to have to try to glove it, and he does, so he will get an infield hit. As Voss will be on first base, back-to-back hits coming to the Renegades. As now first baseman Carter Mize will step in as Mize from St. Louis, Missouri, 6'2", 200-pounder, left-handed batter and thrower, junior at Missouri Baptist. As he steps in, He's hitting a 310 with a team tying 39 hits, has seven doubles. 
Team tying five home runs, has 20 RBIs and 18 walks. So first offering will be on the outside part of the strike zone for called strike one. Well, Keelholz will be on second after his single. Voss will be on first after his single. Moving Keelholz over to second. So two on, one out here in the bottom of the first inning. Saparito will look in. He'll check the runner on second. Next offering to Mize. He's going to foul that straight back. Here it hit the pole to our right. The sun slowly creeping down. Got to say, maybe it's just because it's so hot, but the sun sure seems brighter today than it has all season long. Yeah, you are very right about that. Can't hardly see anything towards the first baseline right now because you're almost looking. You're looking directly into it almost. I'm not quite looking straight into it, but... I'm trying not to look up right now. I'm trying to look straight forward. Yeah, anything that's above my eye level, it's gone. So no balls, two strikes count. Next pitch, that one's going to be a well-hit ball into right field, and that is... Going to load the bases up, so back-to-back-to-back singles. Now they're going to have a rundown as Voss is going to be thrown out at second base. Stop sign was put up for Keelholz on third base, and Voss ran right through second base over to third. But Mice has a single, back-to-back-to-back singles. But two outs now as Ben Burton steps in. Burton from Wellsville, Missouri, 5'10", 175-pounder. Right-handed thrower and batter, a freshman at Lindenwood. Burton hitting a 270 this season. He has 20 hits, looking for number 21 here. If he does so, that would score a run. That one misses, ball one. Offering that one's going to be a bouncing ball to the shortstop. He'll glove, throw to first base in time to get the out. And Renegades strand two on the base path and unable to rally and score some runs after they get three hits in the inning. At a costly base running air, too. So we'll go to the top of the second inning. We're scoreless. You're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Israel Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Riverwell Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions, with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. We'll go to the top of the second inning because it'll be hitters four, five, and six coming to plate for the Outlaws. That'll be left fielder Ethan Ellis. 
Designated hitter Brett Weemers and first baseman Jared Toller. Loving going. In order, putting down the outlaws to lead off the game. One, two, three. First two by strikeout. Third battery faced by four, three put out. So Ethan Ellis will step in. Ellis hitting a 306 clip. 33 hits and 108 at bats. Has 19 RBIs, 18 walks, 10 hit by pitch, 28 strikeouts. Levin's first offering. He's going to slice that one. Out of play, strike one. So no balls, one strike count. Talked about the sun. I couldn't tell you where that went other than maybe over the first base dugout. That one called strike two. So 0-2 count as we play here in the top of the second inning. First batter of the inning here with Ellis. He'll dig back in. He's down in the count. 0-2 offering. That one's going to be a well-hit ball. That's going to drop into left field. And Ellis will be standing on first base with a leadoff single. Is also something that makes the Outlaws dangerous. Seems like all season long, when you make an error or you strand some runners on the base path, they find a way to come back and take advantage of that mental mistake, that error, whatever it was. Brett Reamers will step in. He's a designated hitter, played third base last night. So one on, nobody out here. Levin will look in, get the sign. First offering, that one's going to be a well-hit ball to left field. Mize going back on it at the warning track. He'll make the grab just in front of the Central Bank sign, and that'll be out number one. That thing took a ride, but he was able to track it down. As again, wind blowing from the outfield to the infield. So first baseman Jared Toller will step in. Toller heading to 255 this season. He's got 28 hits, three doubles. Does have 22 strikeouts. He's played in 29 games with 110 at-bats. Again, Levin looks in, has a runner on first, throw over to first. Back safely is Ellis. Ellis has 11 stolen bases this season, so he is a threat to try to move over to second base by way of stolen base. Another throw back over. He's back safely, a little closer play that time. Eleven again will look in, still waiting on the first offering to Toller. Anderson will set up on the outside part of the plate. He's going to throw down to second. They've got a chance, and they've missed the tag. The throw was there, but the tag was missed as Anderson set up on the outside part of the plate, expecting to have Weimers, sorry, Ellis, take off for second base, and he did. And he just swim-moved around the tag. And was able to get in there safely, so stolen base. So now runner in scoring position on second base. We're still tied at 0-0. Zero to zero. One out here in the top of the second. 1-0 offering. That one's going to be a well-hit ball over Keelholz's head. And into deep center field. They're going to hold the stop sign up, not send the runner home. So now it'll be runners at the corners. Again, just exactly what I said is it seems like when you make a mistake... Outlaws are there to jump on you in the next inning. 
and run it down your throat. Yeah, they like to just come back and bite you. But Renegades were lucky. That could have been an RBI single, but runner on second base kind of hesitated. He he thought Joseph Kiel was going to make the catch, so he stayed at second base until ball got over ball got over his head, so he ran down to third. Luckily, he wasn't able to score. Kielholz climbed the ladder but ran out of rungs to reach it. First offering outside. This is Caden Bressler. First pitch outside, ball one. And runners on the corners. One ball, no strike count with one out here in the top of the second. 1-0 offering. That one swung on and missed. That evens a count of one ball and one strike. Bressler relieved uh, Marahashi last night. He pitched he pitched a long game last night in relief. Yeah, he did. 1-1 one, one offering. That one's going to be sliced foul. And it is going to hit on the top of the roof, so unable to play it is Anderson. So that one will go to the prize wheel. That makes it one ball, two strikes, one out. Runners again on the corners. Levin looks in. He gets the sign, takes a deep breath, one-two pitch. That one's going to be sliced the other direction out of play. So Bressler staying alive with a one-ball, two-strike count. And winner of tonight's game gets to play at home on Monday. It'll be these two teams matching up again. One-two offering on the way. That one is going to be a well-hit ball. Any shallow right field coming in on it is Deal. He'll make the grab. He's going to throw home. And a strike at the plate. And Anderson had it and dropped it. And that will be a run scored. The throw was there. The throw was online as Deal throws a strike to home plate. And the run scores. Outlaws lead one to nothing. So now Kalen Protaski will step in. He's catching tonight's game. Protaski hitting a 164 this season. Two outs, he'll slice that one foul. I believe a camera just uh, ate the end of its life. Might be salvageable. So no balls, one strike, two outs here. One runner on, swing and a miss. That'll be strike two. On that last play, though, where that run scored, I do have to say that's a tough angle for Anderson as he's got to look down the runner at third base to see where he's at and look into that sun to get that throw. Yeah, throws from right field are always usually pretty difficult, so it's pretty tough anyway. It's going to be a bouncing ball. Denoyer will glove. He'll throw to second for out number one, or out number three, rather, get the lead runner. And that will end the inning. And that was one run scored for the Outlaws. They take a one to nothing lead. As we'll pause and be back, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 Six three four four nine zero nine, or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com. To get the best smile in town, you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. have a slight hold they got to work out of as they trail one to nothing here to the Outlaws. Again, winner moves on to a home playoff game on Monday. The loser has a road playoff game Monday. It is against both these two teams again. So for the Renegades, they'll send hitters 6, 7, and 8. That'll be catcher Hamilton Anderson, third baseman Seth Denoyer, right fielder Caden Deal. As Hamilton Anderson will lead off here. Anderson from Columbia, Illinois, 6'3", 200-pounder, left-handed batter, right-handed thrower, freshman at State Fair Community College over in Sedalia. Hamilton hitting a 322. He's second on the team right now. Has a 39 hits. That's tied for a team lead. Five home runs. That's time tied for a team lead. Has a team leading 25 RBIs, 21 walks. First pitch to him on the outside part of the plate. Called strike one. He also had a home run last night. That gave the Renegades the lead, and they never looked back. That one will be fouled straight back, so he'll be down to the count. No balls, two strikes. And he's a left-handed batter, so he'll step out. Tap his shoes a couple times with the bat. And he'll tap home plate as he steps back in. Next offering, that one in the dirt. Bounces to the catcher, so that takes a one ball, two strikes. In Saparito, we haven't seen him start at all against the Renegades, but he has pitched against them four times. It's a one-ball, two-strike count. And next pitch, Hamilton's going to hit that one a mile in the air, but it is going to be kept in the ballpark. As going back on it is shortstop Klein, and he'll make the grab for out number one. So now stepping in will be third baseman Seth Denoyer. Denoyer from St. Charles, Missouri, six-foot, 205-pounder. Right-hander across the board, a junior at Indiana Kokomo. Denoyer hitting a 221 clip this season with 17 hits. Has 13 RBI, 17 walks, three hit by pitch. So he'll step in. 
On the right-hand side of the plate, one out here as we work in the bottom of the second. First pitch to him. He's going to line that one to center field, and he's going to be on first base. So he takes the first pitch straight up the middle, and he'll be standing on first base as right fielder Caden Deal will step in. Tenorio's been hot lately. He's got a he's got a lot of multi-hit games. The other day against the Legends, he was three for three with a walk, two doubles, and a single. And he's just showing off here already with a first pitch swinging base hit line up the middle. Caden Deal will step in now. He's from O'Fallon, Missouri, 5'10", 170-pounder, left-handed batter, right-handed thrower, freshman in Northwest Missouri State. Uh, one on, one out. First offering to him. He'll take that upstairs. Ball one. Deal steps in, hitting a two fifty-eight this season, has 31 hits and 120 at-bats, has played in 34 games, so he's played in a lot of the games this season. One offering, that's going to be off the end of the bat, and it's going to center field, and it's going to drop. Has got over everybody's head, just in no man's land there. The triangle converged, and it falls in between them. Almost knew that was coming as you heard it. Not a hard hit on it, but just enough to give it a life in the grass behind second base. Now it'll be designated hitter Andrew Patton. The tying run on second base with Denoyer. Go ahead, run on first base with Deal. Patton steps in as an insurance run. First offering. That one on the inside part of the plate called strike one. Patton from Columbia. 6'2", 200-pounder right-hander across the board. A junior at Newman. He's down in the count. No balls, one strike. Again, one out with two on. Next pitch to him. Swung on and missed for strike number two. Patton hitting a 307 with 27 hits, three doubles. Has five home runs, 20 RBIs, four walks. Those five home runs does tie for a team lead. 0-2 offering. That one's going to be a bouncing ball back to the pitcher. He'll throw to second for one. Throw over to first base in time to get the double play. And that will end the inning as Denoyer is stranded at third base. So the Outlaws still leading one to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, cloud services, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. We'll go to the top of the third inning as the Outlaws will send hitters 9, 1, and 2 to the plate. Outlaws do lead 1 to nothing. One run on two hits. No errors, four 
the Outlaws. No runs on five hits and no errors for the Renegades. One left on base for the Outlaws. Three left on base for the Renegades. And second baseman Jeb Jenkins will step in. First offering from Lovin on the inside part of the plate called strike one. Now that was a pretty breaking ball. That looked like it was going to hit the hitter at first, and it just curved right into be in the strike zone. And it's hard to face when you're the batter. You just can't decide what to do. That one swung on and missed. First strike two again. Jenkins takes a hardy swing ends up in the left-handed batter's box. We've seen that quite a few times the last couple nights with various players. Levin looks back in, 0-2 offering. That one misses outside. Takes a one ball, two strikes. A lot of cute dogs here at the ballpark. There are. It is bark at the park night. One-two offering. That one's going to be a well-hit ball. Mize will catch it on the run in left field. He read that all the way off the bat. That is out number one. Now we'll go back to the top of the lineup here in the top of the third order. The top of the third inning, that's what I meant to say. Got my wires crossed there. So it'll be center fielder and Drake Angeron. He was a strikeout victim his last time up. Only time he's been up so far as he led off the game. First offering to him, outside part of the plate, ball one. You say it's bark at the park, but I remember pulling into the parking lot today and I saw someone holding a cat. Well, that's they might bark too. That one downstairs, that makes it two balls, no strikes. Pretty interesting barker then. Lorinda A's hosting the Chillicothe Mudcats. Mudcats ahead, one nothing. That one misses. That takes us three balls and no strikes. Scoreless at St. Joe as Des Moines is at Phil Welch Stadium. Either team has scored. That's top of the second inning. 3-0 offering. That one down central called strike one. So three balls, one strike. One out here in the top of the third. Again, Outlaws lead. One to nothing. That one caught the inside part of the plate. Four strike two as we've gone full. Doing a 50-50 raffle. Somebody bought a Renegade arm-to-arm wingspan worth of tickets. That one lined to keel holes. He'll glove. Throw to first base. And they say safe. That was a tough play for keel holes. And I don't know if I agree with that. I totally don't agree with that. I think he was totally out. And the fans feel the same way. Going to be no argument there. Keelholz has a tough play. He had to backhand it running towards third base, throw across his body to first base. Head coach for the Renegades, Mike D'Amelia, does not come out and talk to the umpires. So right fielder Caleb Fierstake, he's 0 for 1 with a strikeout. He'll step in with one out and one on. He'll show bunt, take it back for a ball outside. Hamilton Anderson ready. To gun down another runner if needed. Eleven again. Looks back in. One ball, no strike count. One out here. In the top of the third inning. And Hamilton Anderson sets up throw over to first base. Tag applied, but back safely. He is Angeron. Sun finally goes behind that tree line, out behind the first base line, gives us a little reprieve. 
can finally see first base tonight. Yeah, and finally see what's happening over there. Runner's going to go to second, throw down to second base. It's going to bounce in there, but they're going to say he's safe. So it'll be another stolen base. That's two now on the night for the Outlaws. I feel like that's almost a, uh, basically, if you want to play for the Outlaws, you have to be able to steal bases. That's one of their uh, requirements to be on the team. Prerequisites was what I was looking for. You can't steal bases. You cannot play for the Outlaws. So two balls, no strikes. That one in there for called strike one. That takes it two balls and one strike. Levin again looks in. He'll throw down to second. Tried to wheel around and pick off. Angeron on second base. It was close, but he was back in safely. So two balls, one strike count. Again, one out. Runner on second base. Outlaws lead one to nothing here at historic Ernie Vivian Field in Jefferson City. 2-1 offering. That one swung on and missed. Evens a count of two balls, two strikes. Yeah, showing a really good breaking ball tonight. A lot of hitters are just swinging over it, and it's just kind of coming from out of the zone into the zone. It's perfect breaking ball that's been working tonight. In the on-deck circle will be shortstop Logan Klein. Lovin checks on the runner at second. 2-2 offering, that one outside. So we'll go full at three balls and two strikes. You also got to wonder if Lovin's feeling more of that breaking ball tonight as he had a 3-0 count earlier and then Next two pitches were breaking balls that were in for strikes. So if he must be missing with his fastball, he must have a better feel for his breaking ball tonight. So 3-2 offering. Payoff pitch on its way. That one is going to be hit in the air. Denoyer is going to come over from third base, and he'll make the grab for out number two. So now it'll be shortstop Logan Klein. He is 0 for 1, hitting to a 4-3 out to end the top of the first inning. He will bat here in the top of the third inning. Again, Outlaws leading one to nothing. Temperatures dropped a little bit. Still sitting at 91 degrees. We started the game at 94, but it felt like 106. Well, it's not quite as hot, but it is still a muggy night. First offering, that one in there for called strike one to Klein. Again, winner of this game hosts the playoff game between these two teams on Monday. Angeron standing on second base. Now he takes the lead. He was given signs there to the batter. That one's going to be fouled off. So that'll be no balls, two strikes. Angeron again is playing a terrible game of head, shoulders, knees, and toes there. Well, he gives whatever sign that meant to the batter in shortstop Logan Klein. And we'll throw to second base, and they say he's back in safely. That one a whole lot closer. i got to say, Lovin has a good move there to wheel and throw. Keel holds to go through his own signs. That one was just head and shoulders. <laughs> 0 2 pitch. That one's going to be a ground ball. Denoyer will glove. He'll. Tag the runner, and everybody's going to be safe. He could not tag the runner. So Klein gets on first base safely. Angeron goes to third. 
So now it'll be left fielder Ethan Ellis. He had a single in the top of the second inning, a stolen base, and did end up scoring later in the frame. So two outs, runners on the corners. First offering to him, swing and a miss for strike one. How many pitches do you think before Klein goes to second base? Let's just say not many. Ellis will dig back in. Levin look down, get the sign from his catcher. 0-1 offering that one a bit high and inside. Max Ellis a little bit off the plate. Even the count at one ball, one strike. Ellis will step back in. One ball, one strike. Levin will check the runner on first. Now he'll look in and get the sign. 1-1 offering. That one downstairs in the dirt. Makes it two balls and one strike. And Anger on. On third base. Klein at first base. Outlaws lead one to nothing. That pitch, that's going to be a well-hit ball to center field. Voss will take a couple steps in. He'll make the grab for out number three. So they end up stranding a couple runners on the base path. Did have two hits, no errors, two left on. Still one to nothing in favor of the Outlaws. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Live beautifully with Avon. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! To the bottom of the third inning, we'll go back to the top of the lineup and left fielder Drew Mize as we enter play here in the bottom of the third inning. Outlaws lead by a score of one to nothing. Saparito on the mound. He'll look in. His first offering to Mize called strike one. Mize will be down in the count. No balls, one strike. That one swung on and missed for strike two. And that breeze feels good, but boy, when it stops, it sure is quite humid. Yeah, you've been saying it tonight. It, muggy is the perfect word for this kind of night. 0-2 offering on the way. That one outside the strike zone. For ball one. That takes a one ball, two strikes. Blake Gazaway here with you. 
Going by Grayson Smith here on the Show Me Sports Network. One-two offering. That one swung on and missed. That is out number one. Just the first strikeout of the game for Saparito. So shortstop Joseph Kuholz will step in. He is one for one. Had a single in the right field. He'll get a good hand from the crowd here at Bark at the Park night. Here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field. Saparito's first offering to Q-Holes is on its way. That one outside upstairs, ball one. And Outlaws lead one to nothing here in the bottom of the third inning. Oh, no offering. That one's going to be hit off the end of the bat to opposite field, but the shortstop will go back and grab it for out number two. So now we'll go to center fielder in Brady Voss. He is one for one. I did get caught in a base running error as Mize had a single in the right field and Kielholz was given the stop sign to stop at third base and ended up with two runners on the same base. That one upstairs. Ball one. Boss did try to make it back safely to second base but could not get under the tag. So 1-0 pitch on its way. That one on the top of the strike zone for called strike one. Evens the count, one ball, one strike. And first baseman Carter Mize in the on-deck circle. So also dig back in. 1-1 offering on the way. Checked his swing but called strike two. That makes it one ball, two strikes. And Voss will step back in. Two outs here in the bottom of the third inning. One-two offering on its way. That one will be fouled back again off the pole. So that will still keep the count at one ball and two strikes. He will dig back in. One-two offering on its way. Swing and a miss, and that is second strikeout of the inning. And that retires... The three batters in the inning with the minimum faced. So we'll go to the top of the fourth inning. Outlaws lead one to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh-huh. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Mm -hmm. I know a guy. You know an agent, too. It's Kathy Rush at REMAX Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Liberal Christian Academy offers kindergarten through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder Prep offerings include three and five full day sessions, with kindergarten offering half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverwalk Christian Academy, call them at 573 634 3983.
We'll go to the top of the fourth inning. As a former veteran. Now we'll go to the top of the fourth inning. Russ Lanigan got a little antsy there. So we're here in the top of the fourth inning. Outlaws leading one to nothing. They'll send hitters five, six, and seven to the plate. That'll be designated hitter. And Brett Weimers lead off. And first baseman Jared Toller and third baseman Caden Bressler. Lovett still on the mound. His first offering fouled back. Strike one. Lovin again looks in, gets the sign. That pitch, that's the bid downstairs. Evens it at one ball, one strike. One run on four hits, three left on base for the Outlaws. Well hit ball, Voss will come over to his right, track it down for out number one. Well, he is a magnet for baseballs out in center field. Now stepping in will be first baseman Jared Toller. He is one for one with a single to center field and was out on a fielder's choice. He's on the left-hand side of the plate. First pitch to him, fouled back straight to us. That makes it no balls, one strike. I think next year when I negotiate with the team, I need to say any of those balls hit back for us guarantee us a chance to uh, spin the prize wheel. As long as we just stick our hand up. Yeah. I think that's warranted and fair. Seems warranted. We have had a lot of baseballs come our way. Not nearly as many as we did that first game. We were set up directly right behind home plate. But we've still had plenty come our way. It's one of the uh, neat things and fun things at the ballpark is Get one of the foul balls. You can take it. Spin the prize wheel. A one offering. That's going to be sliced foul. So that'll be another one for a youngster to go retrieve and get to spin the prize wheel. I'm going to hit it right off the light pole. Take some talent. I'm not sure what all is on the prize wheel offhand, but there are some good prizes. Candy. There's some cookies you can win. Future game tickets. All kinds of things. 0-2 offering. Swing and a miss. And that gets by the catcher in. Anderson, he'll throw down to first base. That's out number two. Strikeout 2-3. Two, and that'll be third baseman Caden Bressler. He will step in with two outs. Anderson doing a great job of locating that ball, throwing down to Mize at first base to get out number two. Bressler did have a sack fly. Scored the only run for the outlaw so far. He's going to hit a slow roller. It'll be gloved by Levin. He'll throw to first base in time. One, two, three inning. And down go the Outlaws. So again, the Renegades will have a chance to tie it up or take the lead. They'll send batters four, five, and six to the plate as we'll come back for the bottom of the fourth inning. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage. Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinigan, and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in Mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices 
of Russ Lanigan. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 Six three four four nine zero nine, or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com. To get the best smile in town, you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. We will go to the bottom of the fourth inning. It'll be hitters four, five, and six, so the heart of the lineup will be due up for the Renegades. So it'll be first baseman Carter Mize, second baseman Ben Burton, and catcher Hamilton Anderson will be the three that will be guaranteed to come through the frame here. Clarinda A's have taken the lead at Clarinda. They're hosting the Chillicothe Mudcats. They lead two to one. Still scoreless, top of the fourth inning at St. Joe. The Mustangs hosting the Des Moines Peak Prospects. Of course, our game here. One and oh in favor of the Joplin Outlaws, but the Renegades have a chance to change that, could change that with one swing. Mize steps in. He's got a team tied five home runs. The Renegades have three players. That's Mize, Patton, and Anderson, all with five home runs apiece. First pitch upstairs outside, ball one. That'll make it one ball, no strikes. And Saparito will go to the rosin bag just for a minute. 1-0 offering from him to Mize on the way. That's a well-hit ball. But it's going to be right on the money to the right fielder. He didn't even have to move. That'll be out number one. That was hit right on the money to the right fielder. So now stepping in, it'll be second baseman Ben Burton. He's 0 for 1. As he hit into a 6-3 out to end the first inning. First offering to him. That's outside and upstairs. Ball one. As we have one out here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Burden again digs back in. 1-0 offering. That one called strike one. It's a good looking pitch right there from Saparito. That evens the count. One ball, one strike, one out. Next pitch, that one catches the inside part of the plate. We're called strike two. That makes it now one ball and two strikes. So we have one out here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Renegades trail, one to nothing. One two offering. Burton will foul that one back. So that'll still keep it a one ball, two strikes. Into the on deck circle, Hamilton Anderson. He had the three-run home run last night. That gave the Renegades the lead. They never relinquished that. They won 5-2. to 1-2 two. Two offering to Burton. That one in the dirt. That evens account. Two balls and two strikes. We're just shy of 8 o'clock here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gasway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith. If you haven't done so yet, be sure and like our Facebook page. Just search Show Me Sports Network. You'll find us there. You can like the page. We appreciate the support. 2-2 offering. That one also in the dirt. 
So that takes us full three balls and two strikes. Saparito will have his payoff pitch forthcoming. 3-2 offering on the way. Burton's going to bloop that one into center field, and that's going to fall. Almost had a diving grab there by Fierstake. His and CME was shifted over, and he almost robbed Burton of that single. He was shifted over just a little bit, and out of nowhere, last minute, I saw him diving in there. Kind of just like how Brady Voss was the yeah. other, last night. He was trying to take a, book, a uh, page out of the book of Brady, the chapter Voss. So Hamilton Anderson will step in. He is 0 for 1, has a runner on first base with one out. First pitch to him, swing and a miss. So he'll be down to the count, no balls, one strike. Do you see a player like Burton running during the setback? You know, it's possible. Burton does have three stolen bases. Probably wouldn't send him until two outs, though. That one misses low. I don't think the Renegades are in a position to... They need to be aggressive, but I don't think they need to be overly aggressive just as of yet. That borderline between overly aggressive and desperate. I was just thinking... Since they are playing the Outlaws, they tend to be overly aggressive. I didn't know if they'd, I think I said it last night, give them a taste of their own medicine. 1-1 one, one offering will be forthcoming. Well, you were right. Burton's going to go to second. Hit and run was on, and that one fouled off. <laughs> so it'll be one ball and two strikes. So Hamilton will step back in again, left-handed batter. Burton has to jog back to first base. So your gut feeling was correct as Burton was sent on the play. See if they do it again here. One ball, two strikes, one out. So we play here in the bottom of the fourth. It's one nothing outlaws. Burton on first base. Anderson to bat. That pitch downstairs in the dirt. That hits the home plate umpire. Burton will not go to second base. Bounced through the catcher's. Under his arm and hit the home plate umpire, but the ground took enough off of that. So that takes the count to two balls and two strikes. And Saparito will check on Burton at first base. Now he'll step off as time is called. And he's very concerned about Burton over there on first base. Set the Neuer third baseman in the on-deck circle. Two balls, two strikes, one out. That pitch, that's going to be fouled out of play. That'll go off to our left over the third baseline, and that ends up somewhere near the creek over there. Well, I guess, I don't know if you'd call it a creek. It's right now, it's just a stagnant body of stinky, smelly water. Yeah, there's not a lot of water in that creek. There's a shopping, shopping cart in there. <laughs> Who knows what else you'd find if you actually looked and dug down in there. 2-2 offering on its way. That one called strike three, and Anderson is retired for out number two. That was borderline, but did not go in favor of Anderson. So third baseman Seth DeNoyer steps in. He is one for one, had a single on the first pitch he saw straight up the middle. As DeNoyer stepping in, 
That was his 13th hit. Matches his 13 RBIs. Caden Deal will be in the on-deck circle if DeNoyer could reach base safely. Two outs here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Zapparito's first offering in the dirt stopped by Protaski behind home plate. Again, left to right for the Outlaws. It's in the outfield, Ellis Ingeron in fierce stake. In the infield, Wrestler, Klein, Jenkins, Toller. Protaski behind home plate. On the mound is Saparito. The one ball, no strikes, the count. That offering upstairs makes it 2-0. Denoyer has been walked 17 times. Could this be number 18? So 2 0 count. Next pitch from Saparito. Swung on and missed. Takes it to two balls and one strike. Again, Outlaws leading 1 0 here. No runs, five hits, no errors, three left on base for the Renegades. One run, four hits, no errors. Three left on base for the Outlaws. So 2-1 offering will be forthcoming from Saparito as Denoyer will step back in. Two outs, runner on first base. He'll go to second. Well, he stopped, put the brakes on, thought he was going. That one fouled out of place, so that evens at two balls, two strikes. So twos are wild here. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Denoyer at bat. Burton takes the lead on first base. He'll go to second. That pitch is going to be hit, and it's going to be caught by the center fielder who was playing a little bit shallow. The hit and run was on, but that ball out number three. That will take us. To the top of the fifth inning, Renegades trail, one to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon.
We'll go to the top of the fifth inning. Again, Outlaws lead one to nothing right now. As it'll be hitters eight, nine, and one come to bat for the Outlaws. They'll be led by catcher in Kalen Protaski. First offering from Levin. Just misses upstairs. Ball one. So one ball, no strike count. Levin sends the next one to home plate. That one's fouled over the dugout of the Outlaws. That evens the count. One ball, one strike. And winner of this game gets to have home field advantage for the playoffs on Monday. Will be these two teams lock it up again. 1-1 offering. Swung on and missed for strike two. Protaski had a single into left field. His first at bat. A 1-2 offering from Levin. That one misses downstairs. That evens it. Two balls and two strikes. In the on-deck circle will be second baseman Jim Jenkins. And we'll go back to the top, the lineup, center fielder Drake Ingeron. 2-2 offering. That one's going to be sliced foul down the first baseline. First base coach could have at least made an attempt to try to stop that. <laughs> he just has his hands behind his back and watched it go right on by. So Deal tracks that down. Retrieves it, throws it towards the Outlaws' dugout to get out of play right now. So a 2-2 offering on its way. That one a well-hit ball. That's going to go a mile in the air into center right field. Coming over is Voss to make out number one. Well, now it'll be second baseman Jeb Jenkins. He is 0 for 1. He flew out to left field in his only at-bat so far today. Well, he's going to dig in on the right-hand side of the plate. He Deep in the batter's box. First offering from Levin. Swung on and missed. Strike one. No balls and one strike to count as Jenkins will adjust the batting gloves. Now he'll step back in. He'll half-heartedly swing ass for time there. Swings that bat. Back ready with the left hand. Levin gets the sign, 0-1 offering. That one misses outside, evens the count at one ball and one strike. The 1-1 offering on its way, that called strike two. So one ball, two strikes to count. One out here as we play in the top of the fifth inning. The Outlaws lead one to nothing. 1-2 offering. That one's going to be sliced foul. That'll be down the third base line and out of play. Had home run distance, but did not have home run in play territory. He's trying to hit it to Helias. 1-2 offering on its way. That one's going to be foul down the first base line. Mize trying to snag it out of the air, but again runs out of ladder to try to get that. 
That would have been extra bases if that stayed fair. So Jenkins will step back in, one-two offering on its way. Swing and a miss. Four strike three. So he is retired. Two outs now in the inning as top of the lineup. And Drake Anger on the center fielder. He's one for two, has a single, a strikeout, and a stolen base. And he got stranded on third. Well, he got stuck on the island out at third base. That was in the top of the third inning. Two outs here in the top of the fifth. First pitch to him. Called strike one. So he'll be down in the count. No balls, one strike. As Levin still on the mound. He'll tow the rubber. Oh, one offering on the way. That one downstairs in the dirt. Evens the count, one ball, one strike. And this is the season finale, the regular season finale for the Renegades. They're looking to close it out with a win. That one just misses outside. Those two balls and one strike. Game two of the three game home of the two game homestead. I'd like it to be a three game homestead with Monday's game. That one called strike two. But in order to get the home game Monday, the Renegades have to win tonight. They need to start hitting while they have runners in scoring position. They've left a lot of men on base tonight. 2-2 offering with two outs on its way. That one gets past Anderson. So that'll take us full of three balls and two strikes. See, we just need littler hands. We could have reached through and tossed that back to the <laughs> home plate umpires. That ended up right in front of us. So 2-2 count with two outs here. Next offering to Angeron. That one upstairs. So two out walk issued to Angeron. Well, I'm in the same boat with Angeron. Is that should be ball four? Unless I missed one somewhere. He took strike one, then had ball two. Third pitch was a ball. That was a 3-2 count. No, that pitch was number six. So that should be... It was was, was a 3-2 count. It was 3-2. I actually get some credit for that. (laughs) Credit for being honest. I hate to send him to first base, but... dang it, Blake. What are you doing? It was a 3-2 count. It might be the wrong team, but... You know what? I get a gold star for being honest. You know, if they win because of this walk, I blame you. Might be, but you know what? <laughs> I still was honest, so. <laughs> so now it'll be Caleb Fierstake, the right fielder, stepping in. I have a runner on first base. Fierstake will get retired here, so the walk won't matter. Throw over to first base. Back in time is Angeron. Fierstake steps in again, left-handed batter, waiting for his first official pitch for this at-bat. Another throw over to first base. Back safely. Is Angeron. He does have 
13 stolen bases this season. So, again, he is a threat to steal second base. Fierce take again waiting on the first offering. It'll come to him upstairs, throw down to second base, and they're going to say he's out. Now they say he's safe. That ball gets out of the glove. As Keelholz unable to hold on to the ball, got slid into on the tag. Mike Demuley is going to come out. Again, this is one of those questions of how long do you have to have it to have possession? Yeah, we had one of these plays the other night. I think it was along the first base side. It caused some confusion. So Angeron will get... His second stolen base of the night. That is one of those tough calls that it's a lot of gray area on how long you have to have that. Taking a look at the Mink League scoreboard at Clarinda Municipal Stadium, the A's lead 2-1 to one over the Chillicothe Mudcats at St. Joe, the Mustangs. Hosting the Des Moines Peak Prospects at Phil Welch Stadium. That's top of the fifth inning. Des Moines leading two to nothing. So fierce stake ahead in the count at one ball and no strikes. Loving a look in. Anger on now in scoring position at second base. That pitch, that's going to be a well hit ball, but it's slicing foul and goes out of play. Mize. Runs out of real estate to get that. So that evens the count of one ball and one strike. So Angeron will have to go back to second base. 11 again will look in. 1-1 one, one count. Fierce take on the mound. Sorry, right, Mint, he'll look in from the mound. We have a second throw, and it's going to get by Keelholz. So they're not going to throw to third base and let Angeron get by. Keelholz got ran into. He's a little slow to get up. They just about had Angeron picked off. So now, Angeron will be in scoring position at third base. That pitch called strike two. So one ball, two strikes. Lovin trying to calm himself down, looking for out number three to leave the runner stranded on third. One-two offering. Swing and a miss for strike three. And that two-out walk is left stranded at third base. And the inning, there were no runs, no hits. One air and one left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth inning. It's still an Outlaws one to nothing lead. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, cloud services, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. go to the uh, bottom of the fifth inning. Renegades, as you mentioned, really have to find a way to get some hits with runners on the base path. They've stranded four. They've had six hits. No runs to show for it. Five runners have been stranded for the Outlaws. Outlaws have just four hits. So they'll lead off with right fielder Caden Deal. He had a single in his only about, so he steps in one for one. Saparito still on the mound for the Outlaws. First offering upstairs and outside, ball one. During that break between half innings, head coach for the Renegades, Mike D'Amelia, had everybody out there in front of the dugout talking to him. One offering, that's a well-hit ball. Center fielder is going to get on his horse. He'll go back, still going back, and he'll make the grab at the warning track. So Deal sends it out to the warning track in center field. Now it'll be designated hitter Andrew Patton. Patton hit into a double play, his only at bat. Said that last half inning, and Coach Mike D'Amelio had everybody out and talking to him. I think he was saying it's okay. We're still in the ball game. It's just a one nothing deficit right now. That one on the inside, on the inside for ball one. Tell him, you know, just hang in there. Just down one. Do what we do and we can get the W. 1-0 offering from Saparito. That one's going to be fouled back, so I'll leave the count at one ball and one strike. In one out here as we play in the bottom of the fifth inning. The Outlaws leading one to nothing. Outlaws have one run on four hits, no errors, four left on base. Renegades have no runs on six hits, one error, five left on base. That one downstairs and outside, ball two. Zapparito tried to get Patton to chase after that. 2-1 offering. That one bounces over the catcher. It was outside as well, so that will take it three balls and one strike. In the on-deck circle will be left fielder Drew Mize. He's 0 for 2 with a strikeout and a 6-3 putout. So three balls, one strike, one out here in the inning. It's the bottom of the fifth inning. And next pitch, that one down central called strike two. Patton was ready to chuck the bat towards the dugout and head to first base. 
So full count now, three balls, two strikes. Saparito's payoff pitch on its way. Patton's going to bloop that one into center field. It's going to get down, and he'll have a one-out single. Just kind of sliced that into center field. Didn't hit it real hard, but just enough to leave the infield and land in front of the center fielder. That's Angeron. So now top the lineup. We'll go with left fielder Drew Mize. Like I said, he's 0 for 2. Has a one out here to work with in the bottom of the fifth. First offering, swing and a miss on the high heater. Zapparito again will go back to the rosin bag. No balls, one strike, the count. One out, one runner on, that's Patton on first base. Mize will windmill the bat around a little bit. Now he'll get set. Zapparito has the sign, 0-1 offering. That one upstairs and inside for ball one. So Mize will dig back in on the right-handed batter's box. Patton will take a short lead at first base. Zapparito looks in. In toes the rubber, right-hander's pitch on the way. That one upstairs and inside, ball two. Almost the same place as the previous pitch. Shortstop Joseph Kuhls. He'll be in the on-deck circle. So Mize will take a couple of slow swings. Now he'll wind up. Cock the bat, 2-1 offering. That one on the outside part of the plate for called strike two. So the count. Even at two balls and two strikes. And Mize digging back in. He'll take a couple of half cuts. Stop at his waist. Third one. Saparito will check the runner at first. 2-2 offering. On its way. He'll swing and a miss for out number two. And that'll be shortstop Joseph Kuhls. He came into the game today. Leading the team with a 330 clip, has 32 hits coming into the game. Had a hit in the first inning, so he's got 33 on the season. Looking for number 34. Patton's got enough speed that Kielholz could put down a double. Patton would score. It's 1-0 in favor of the Outlaws. First pitch, that one outside, ball one. Grotaski comes out looking to see if Patton was going to second base. Temperature shows 88 degrees, so it's only dropped 6 degrees since the game has started. Gratefully. Next offering, that one upstairs and outside. Ball two. At game time, it felt like it was 106 degrees. Thermometer only said 94, but felt like it was triple digits. And I can tell you, I was here at the ballpark early, it felt that way all afternoon. So two balls, no strikes to count. That one upstairs as well. So it's a 3-0 count. Kielholz has done a nice job coming on here in the last week or so. He's had three home runs and a lot of base hits. So 3-0 count. Next pitch. That one called strike one. He was taking all the way there. So Kielholz again will dig back in on the... Left-hand side of the plate. Three balls, one strike count. Saparito lets that right arm 
Hang down. He'll get the sign. Now he's set. 3-1 offering. That one called strike two. So it was a 3-0 count. Is now full. Three balls and two strikes. So two outs here. Runner on first base. That's Patton. Kuholz digs back in. Saparito's payoff pitch. On its way. That one, he's going to hit a high fly ball center fielder. Tracking it down. He'll make the grab for out number three. That would have been ball four if Kuholz did not swing at it. So there were no runs, one hit, no errors, and one left on base. We'll go to the top of the sixth inning. As the Outlaws lead one to nothing, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love it. it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Mm -hmm. I know a guy. You know an agent, too. That's Kathy Rush at REMAX Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. Lovin's still on the mound here as we go to the top of the sixth inning. It'll be hitters three, four, and five will come to the plate. That'll be shortstop Logan Klein, left fielder Ethan Ellis, designated hitter Brett Weimers. So Klein is one for two with a single and a 4-3 put out. Tied up at Clarinda as the A's are hosting the Chillicothe Mudcats. They're tied at two apiece. Moyne Peak Prospects, they're at St. Joe tonight. They're leading the Mustangs 3-0. Our game here is 1-0 in favor of the Outlaws. That's going to be a well-hit ball. As it's going to drop in, Voss could not read it. It's going to drop into shallow center field for one pitch. I think he actually tripped or stepped wrong as he was trying to go in. He just wasn't able to catch up to that baseball. It just dropped right in front of him. He had a delay. Reading that ball, so that'll be left fielder Ethan Ellis with one on and nobody out. Again, Outlaws leading one to nothing. Here in the top of the sixth inning, again, winner plays at home on Monday. The loser is the road team against these two on Monday. First pitch, that one inside and upstairs, ball one. Klein also a threat to steal some bases. He's got 17 so far this season. Throw over to first base. Back safely. Loving again. Being patient. Trying to pick these runners off. Keep them honest on the base path. So Ellis will dig back in. Levin looks in. Another throw over to first base. And back safely. He is Klein. 
Lovin will toe the rubber again. Incline takes a decent lead there at first base. Lovin will look in. That pitch, that one's going to be fouled back, so we'll go even at one ball and one strike. So one ball, one strike count to Ellis as he steps back in. And the Outlaws wearing their black jerseys with the red and white trim with the red numerals, the white trim around. A runner's going to go to second. They'll throw down there. Throw bounces, and they're going to say he is out. As Klein is gunned down at second base, Hamilton Anderson throws a bullet down there. And Klein is caught stealing, so he is still stuck on 17 stolen bases. That will take the count. One ball, two strikes. Next pitch on the way. That one's going to be a well-hit ball to center field. Voss is going back on it, still going back. And he'll make the grab over the shoulder for out number two. Well, you got to say Voss makes that, all these outfielders make that look easy as they just catch it in stride over their shoulder. Yeah, Voss has been a defensive gem out there in center field the past few games. So now it'll be designated hitter Brett Weemers. First offering to Weemers. Swung on and missed. Strike one. Yeah, Voss has been on a tear out there in center field. No balls, one strike, two outs here. Top of the sixth inning. Outlaws lead one to nothing. That one upstairs. It's out of the glove of Anderson, so that evens a count of one ball and one strike. So Weimers even one and one. That pitch, that one hit him. He'll be hit by pitch. So he will jog on down to first base. Now first baseman Jared Toller steps in. Lovin trying to work the inside part of the plate. It's got a little bit too far inside. And it was a righty-on-righty matchup. So first baseman Jared Toller steps in. He's got one out, one on with two outs. Left-handed batter. Lovin checks the runner, looks in. There's the pitch. That one called strike one. So no balls and one strike. Lovin again, look in, he'll take a deep breath. Weimers will take a medium lead at first base. Now he'll advance it to a little bit longer lead. A one offering, that one's ripped foul. That one out of play. Over near the first base dugout, that's occupied by the Outlaws. So it'll be no balls and two strikes as Toller has two outs here. An 0-2 count, runner on first base. We're just past 8.30 here on the Show Me Sports Network. 0-2 offering, that one outside. Takes a one ball, two strikes. Again, Blake Gazaway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith. We've had the coverage all season long at Renegades Baseball, the official broadcast partner, also the home for the Renegades Radio Network. 1-2 offering, runner's going to go to second. The hit and run was on. As that one's going to get into left field, Mize is going to chase it down, and that's going to score a run. We should have a play at the plate. The ball's not going to get there in time, and that'll be a 2 to nothing lead for the Outlaws. Ball was cut off. 
And Toller gets on second base. That was a perfectly placed hit for the left-handed hitter, Toller. Hitting right down the left field line. Mize is playing a little bit of a shift since it's a left-handed hitter. And he just places it perfectly. He had a great throw to the cutoff man, DeNoyer. But it was just not in time. And that makes it a 2-0 lead for the Outlaws. So now it'll be third baseman in Caden Bressler. So it'll be two outs. Runner on second base. Bressler has an RBI to his credit today. Left-handed batter. He'll dig back in. Catcher Kalen Protaski in the on-deck circle. First offering. That one downstairs for ball one. So it'll be one ball, no strikes to count. Levin again checks the runner on second. That's Toller after he had that RBI double. That one swung on. Foul tipped into the glove of Hamilton. That takes it even at one ball and one strike. Levin again, look in. One ball, one strike to count. Runner on second, two outs. That one's going to be chopped foul. Bressler was taking up golfing there. He reached at one that was low and outside and ends up sending it into the netting over near the on-deck circle for the Outlaws. So one ball, two strikes, two outs. Again, runner on second base with Toller. Levin will check the runner. One-two offering. That one's going to be sliced. Going to go foul. In that one down the third baseline. Again, one of those that makes you a little nervous because if that's fair, that's probably most likely, barring Toller trips and falls on third base or halfway home, that is going to score another run. So one ball, two strikes, two outs. Next pitch on the way, that's a bouncing ball, and it's going to be a tough play for Burton. He'll glove, throw to first base in time to get the out. It was a tough play, but he had the time to handle it smoothly, and that is out number three. Goes as a 4-3 put out. However, another run played by the Outlaws. They lead two to nothing, but still, that is within striking distance of the Renegades. We'll pause here as we go to the bottom of the sixth inning. It's a 2 to nothing outlaw lead. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Liberal Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Liberal Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. 
new pitcher in the ball game. That'll be Jack O'Brien. So Jack O'Brien enters the ball game now here. I'll get his line here in just a minute. O'Brien comes in here in the bottom of the sixth inning. O'Brien from San Diego, California. He's a right-handed thrower. He is a junior at Hawaii Pacific University. He's pitched in eight games with five starts, has a record of three and one. He's worked 31 innings with 32 strikeouts, five walks, but he's given up 31 hits. He has played in a couple of games against the Renegades. That was June 22nd and July 6th. Worked seven innings of work between the two games. So we'll lead off with hitters three, four, and five. This will be Brady Voss, center fielder. First baseman Carter Mines will be due up, and then second baseman Ben Burton. Renegades trail two to nothing to the Outlaws here in the bottom of the sixth inning. First offering from O'Brien is a bunted ball to the third baseman. They'll throw to first to get the out. Voss just got a hair too much under it and on it. That goes as a 5-3 put out yeah, for was, out number one. That was as bad as, as you can have. He just kind of stuck his bat out there and just kind of flew right to the third baseman. One hop, only a one hopper to him. I do think there was there would be a worse bunt. That'd be if you hit it, bunted so hard it's caught on a line drive, but... That was pretty close to what it was. So first baseman Carter Mize steps in. He's one for two. Had a single into right field. Also had an out with a long ball to right field. That first pitch outside, ball one. Second baseman Ben Burton will be in the on-deck circle. He is one for two tonight. That pitch, that one's going to be down central. We're called strike one. Evens the count of one ball, one strike. And Renegades are running out of opportunities to score some runs. They only trail two to nothing. That pitch, that's going to be a rocketed foul. That'll make it one ball, two strikes. Mize will be down in the count. He will step back in. One out here in the bottom of the sixth inning. One-two offering, swing and a miss. That is out number two. So now it'll be Ben Burton will step in. He's one for two, had a single. And hit into a 6-3 out. So he will step in. With two outs here, Hamilton Anderson, tonight's catcher in the on-deck circle. First offering to Burton, strike one called. And we play here in the bottom of the sixth inning. The Outlaws lead two to nothing. A one offering on its way. That one inside. Almost caught Burton on the way by. That evens it a one ball and one strike. One-one offering will be forthcoming. Burton's going to slice that one foul. So that'll make it one ball and two strikes. 
And on the mound here in his first inning is Jack O'Brien. So Burton digs back in. One ball, two strike count with two outs here. That pitch is going to be a slow roller down the third base line, and it will go foul. Almost looked like Burton caught home plate with the bat as he was swinging at that. So he will walk back to home plate here. It'll still be a one ball, two strike count for Burton with two outs. Outlaws lead by a score of two to nothing. So Burton digs back in. O'Brien stares him down. 1-2 offering from O'Brien. Swing and a miss. Back-to-back strikeouts and three up and three down. As we'll go to the top of the seventh inning, Outlaws lead 2 to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 Six three four four nine zero nine, or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com. To get the best smile in town, you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. Well, the Renegades go to the bullpen as Shane Fontenot will come in to start here at the top of the seventh inning. Fontenot from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, right-handed pitcher, 6'4", 230 pounds. He's a senior at Arkansas, Monticello. He has pitched in 12 games. He has a record of 5-1, 2.01 ERA, 21 in a third innings worked, 26 strikeouts, 8 walks, giving up only 18 hits. He faced this Outlaws team on June 20th, worked an inning in two-thirds. Also faced the Outlaws on July 6th. Worked two innings and worked four innings of work on July 14th. Did face 16 batters, had three strikeouts, one walk, and four hits on July 14th. So he will take over on the mound. It'll be hitters 8, 9, and 1. We'll lead off with catcher Kalen Protaski. He will step in on the right-hand side of the plate. Still tied to a piece at Clarinda between the Clarinda A's and the Chillicothe Mudcats. Des Moines still leading at St. Joe 3-1. to one. That first pitch downstairs outside, ball one. 
So one ball, no strikes count. Again, Outlaws leading two to nothing here. 1-0 offering. That one's going to be sent right up the middle. Tried to take the head off of Fontenot as Protaski will take the second pitch up the middle for a single. So leadoff hit for the Outlaws. Now it'll be second baseman Jeb Jenkins. He will step in. He's got one on and nobody out. Here in the top of the seventh inning. Breeze has stopped for the moment. It is muggy now. He'll show bunt. He'll lay it down the first baseline. Meisel glove. And he will tag him out for out number one. So Jenkins does move the runner around. So Protaski will go to second base on the sack bunt. Center fielder Drake Angeron will come to bat now. He walked his last time up. He's got a one for two night with two stolen bases. He'll show bunt. He'll take that one strike one. Angeron will step back in. He's been stranded twice at third base. So one offering from Fontenot. Check the runner at second. That's going to be a well-hit ball into center field. Voss will take it on one bounce. He'll load up, throw into Mize for his cutoff, and now it'll be runners at the corners with just one out. That'll be right fielder Caleb Fierstegg. He is 0 for 3 tonight with two strikeouts and popped out to third base. Again, runners on the corners. That's Protaski on third. Angeron at first. Fontenot long look in. Next pitch. That one downstairs, ball one. So it'll be one ball, no strikes to count with one out here. In the top of the seventh inning. Renegades trail two to nothing to the outlaws of Joplin. That one's going to be Hit off the end of the bat. Keelholes will glove. He came running in from the shortstop position. That's out number two. It's kind of an awkwardly hit ball. Yeah, it looked like to be right in on the hands. Just kind of jammed him. Okay, for Keelholes, was right in his reach. So Logan Klein, the shortstop, steps in. He has two singles and a 4-3 out. They get caught stealing his last time. Runner's going to go to third base. Sorry, second base. They don't throw because of the runner on third. So Angeron gets a stolen base, but really it's just to pad the stats right now. Anderson does not throw down there. So no balls. One strike to count to Klein. Two outs here. Two runners on. That pitch misses low. Evens the count at one ball, one strike. In Protaski on third, Angeron on second. Outlaws lead two to nothing. Klein at bat. Fontenot will check the runner at second. That was 1-1 delivery. That one called strike two. Fontenot looking to get out of the inning after having runners on the corners. Now runners in scoring position at second and third. Fontenot again looks in. It's the sign. 1-2 offering on the way. 
That one misses just low. Even the count, two balls, two strikes. Klein will dig back in. He's rather deep in the batter's box. In one hand windmill a couple times. Now he's ready. Fontenot looks in. 2 2 offering on the way. That one called strike three, and that is out number three. And the Renegades get out of the inning after having runners on the corners with one out. Then having runners moved over to second and third with two outs. So we'll go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Renegades trail two to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Live beautifully with Avon. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! The new pitcher in the ballgame for... The Outlaws, as Austin Gotula will be on the mound. He's from Benville, Arkansas, junior at Highland Community College, right-handed thrower. He has pitched in 12 games, has a record of 2-2, two two, has a 1.68 ERA, 26 and two-thirds innings worked, 17 strikeouts, 15, sorry, 19 walks, 14 hits issued. As he has faced the Renegades, he also pitched against them on July 6th and July 11th. Work two and two-thirds innings and two innings of work. In both of those frames, he has seen the Renegades a couple times. We'll play into the bottom of the seventh inning. Renegades trail two to nothing. So it'll be hitters 6, 7, and 8. That'll be catcher Hamilton Anderson. Then 7th in the lineup, 3rd baseman Seth DeNoyer, and right fielder Caden Deal. Hamilton Anderson 0 for 2 with a strikeout and pop out to the shortstop. So go Tula. We'll see his first batter in Hamilton Anderson. Renegade trail 2 to nothing. First pitch, that one downstairs, ball 1. That makes it one ball, no strikes to count. Tula, long look in, finally gets the sign. 1-0 offering, that one upstairs goes to the backstop. So Hamilton Anderson will be ahead in the count at two balls and no strikes. Here at a muggy, 
historic Ernie Vivian Field. It says it's 88 degrees. It feels much warmer than that. Just had a slight breeze against us. That was probably the best thing I felt all night. You don't really notice the breeze, but when it's not blowing, you notice it. Mm -hmm. 2-0 offering that one downstairs and inside, ball three. You don't really notice it until it's not there, and then it gets muggy in a hurry. So 3-0 count to Hamilton Anderson, tonight's catcher for the Renegades. Next offering, that one outside, so four-pitch walk. First batter, that go to the faces, he walks. So Seth Denoyer will come to bat now. He's the third baseman for our game tonight. He represents the tying run. As Denoyer will make his way to home plate. No outs here in the bottom of the seventh. Denoyer will landscape the right-handed batter's box. He is one for two, had a single up the middle, had a pop out to center field. So Denoyer will step in. And Anderson on first base. No outs here. Bottom of the seventh. Denoyer will show bunt. He'll line for it. Third baseman comes crashing down. That one's bunted foul down the first base line. So Denoyer will be down to the count. 0-1. Caden Deal, the right fielder, will be in the on-deck circle. And if either one of them can get aboard, it'll be designated here. Andrew Patton. So no balls, one strike to count. Anderson takes a short lead at first base. Denoyer shows bunt again. Third baseman will come crashing down in just a minute. He does so. Denoyer lays it down to first base. And it's going to be a tough play. And Denoyer will get tagged out. So that'll be out number one goes as a sack bunt but does move Hamilton Anderson around to second base so he's now in scoring position right fielder Caden Deal will step in and Renegades trail two to nothing here as we play in the bottom of the seventh inning winner of this game has home field advantage on Monday when these two teams lock up again First offering to deal, swung on and missed. Strike one. So deal will step out. Now he'll step back in. And he is one for two on the night so far. 0-1 offering, swung on and missed. Strike two is just, almost looked like he pulled the trigger just a hair too early on that. Good breaking balls are just fooling him a little bit. Ogotula looks in to get the sign as he's on the mound for the Outlaws. Hamilton Anderson standing on second base. One out here as we play in the bottom of the seventh. 0-2 offering, forthcoming to deal. That one swung on and missed for strike three. And is out number two. That'll be designated hitter Andrew Patton. Patton is one for two. He had a single and he blooped into center field. Patton with a team tying leading in home runs. He has power to do get one right here. That'll make it much a much more interesting game. So 
First offering to him downstairs, ball one. He does have five home runs this season. So does Hamilton Anderson. So does Carter Mice. Patton will dig back in. And he's a right-handed batter. One ball, no strikes. They have time called. Protaski is going to jog out and talk to Gotula. They think they're having a little bit of problem getting on the same page with the signs. Even if Patton could get a base hit, there's a big hole between first and second. If you can shoot it in that right center field hole, that could be a run scored for the Renegades and put them on the board. Yeah, Laws lead 2 to nothing right now. Still tied 2-2 two two at Clarinda as the Chillicothe Mudcats are taking on the A's at Clarinda. Bottom of the seventh inning, Des Moines Peak Prospects leading the St. Joseph Mustangs 4-1. to one. Our game here, Joplin Outlaws lead 2 to nothing right now. Runner on second base with two outs here. Patton will dig back in. One ball, no strike to count. Two offering on its way. That one called strike one. That evens the count at one ball and one strike. Patton again digs back in. He'll rest the bat on his shoulder. Long look in. Takes a long time to get these signs to go through for Gotula. 1-1 offering. Patton swings and misses. That makes it one ball, two strikes. That one got him to chase. One low and outside. So bottom of the seventh inning here. Runner on base with two outs. That's Hamilton Anderson on second. Andrew Patton at the plate. One-two pitch from Gotula. On its way. That one misses. Ooh, wow. Even hit at two balls, two strikes. I'm pretty sure. Wow. All nine players for the Outlaws were headed to the dugout. So Patton. We'll have an even count of two balls, two strikes. Renegades catch a big break there. They have time called again. Well, it's taking Gotula a long time to get on the same page with his catcher and Protaski. Protaski just cycling through the signs right and left. 2-2 offering on the way. That one's going to be fouled back. So we'll still stay at two balls and two strikes. In the on-deck circle will be left fielder Drew Mice if Patton can find a way to get on base here. We're just past 9 o'clock here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gasway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith. We've been bringing you coverage all season long of Renegades Baseball, the exclusive home for Renegades Baseball. 2-2 offering on its way. Patton's going to hit a little blooper but caught. By Jenkins, just on the outfield grass for out number three. And that will close the inning. Well, Hamilton stranded at second base. We'll go to the top of the eighth inning. Outlaws lead two to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
At Stentarian Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, cloud services, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. We'll go to the top of the eighth inning. Shane Fontenot comes in for his second inning to work here. As it'll be hitters four, five, and six. That'll be left fielder Ethan Ellis, designated hitter Brett Weimers. First baseman Jared Toller with the three due up. As the Outlaws lead here, two to nothing. They've led since the top of the second inning. Renegade still having that goose egg up on the board. So Fontenot will look. Get the sign. First batter he'll face here is Ellis. That first pitch downstairs, ball one. I know again he'll look back in as he toes the rubber. Right-handed pitcher. 1-0 pitch. That one called strike one. That evens a count of one ball and one strike. Breeze picks up for just a moment here. It is a balmy 86 degrees here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. 1-1 offering on its way. That one sliced foul. That'll make it one ball and two strikes. And the on-deck circle designated hitter Brett Weimers. So one ball, two strikes. Ellis will dig back in. One-two offering on its way. That one just missed outside. Evens the count. Two balls, two strikes. And Outlaws leading two to nothing here as we play in the top of the eighth inning. Two-two offering that one upstairs. That was a breaking ball that didn't have any break to it. Yeah, nearly hit his head. So we'll go full at three balls and two strikes. Payoff pitch from Fontenot on its way. That one is going to be sliced into right field. Deal will track it down and make the grab for out number one. So now to be designated hitter Brett Weimers. He was hit by pitch his last at bat. He is 0 for 2 otherwise with a fly out to left field and a fly out to center field. A good hand for the 50-50 raffle winner is 
Winner donates it back to the team to help with expenses. First pitch, that one misses outside, ball one, as Weimers heading the count, one ball, no strike. And hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. We're just past 9 o'clock here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field. Blake Gasway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith. That's going to be a chopper to Denoyer. He'll take it on the big hop. He'll double clutch, throw to first. In time. Or out, number two. That was a big hop, but it goes as a 5-3 put out. So now to be first baseman, Jared Toller. His last at bat was an RBI double. He is part of the 2-0 lead that the Outlaws have right now. He'll step in on the left-hand side of the plate. First offering, foul that one straight back. For strike one. Let me know balls, one strike. He'll step back in. Does Toller. Again, Fontenot will stare in, gets the sign. Now we'll have time called, so he'll step off the rubber. So we'll still be. And no balls. One strike, two outs here as we play in the top of the eighth. Next pitch, that one's going to be a ball hit towards center field. Voss is going to come in. He'll make the grab for out number three. And that will be three up and three down as we'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Renegades trail two to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage. Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love it. it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Mm -hmm. I know a guy. You know an agent, too. It's Kathy Rush at REMAX Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Liberal Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full day sessions, with kindergarten offering half day and full day programs. To find out more about Liberal Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. New pitcher on the mound for the Outlaws. As they'll have Kristen DeJesus. He is from Hawaii, right-handed thrower, sophomore at University of Hawaii in Hilo. He started five games, pitched in a total of nine games. He has a record of 3-1, and 1.62 ERA. 27 and two-thirds innings worked. 45 strikeouts, 14 walks, and he's given up 18 hits. He did face the Renegades back. On June 20th, he pitched five innings of work there, faced 18 batters, only gave up three hits, one walk, nine strikeouts. And he faced the Renegades on July 6th. He worked an inning and a third. And on July 14th, he worked one and a third innings. So this will be the fourth time that he has matched up 
against the Renegades. Renegades will send top the lineup in one, two, and three to the plate. That'll be left fielder Drew Mai, shortstop Joseph Kuholz, and center fielder Brady Voss. We play here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Renegades running out of opportunities to try to score some runs. So Drew Mize will step in. He is 0 for 3. First offering to him. That one called strike one. So Mize will dig back in. He struck out twice, hit into a 6-3 putout. one offering on the way. That one called strike two. It looked like that was a little far out the strike zone, but so no balls, two strikes. That pitch swung on and missed for strike three. That is out number one. Shortstop Joseph Keelholz will step in. It's Keelholz has a one for three night. Had a single in the first inning, then popped out to the shortstop and flew out to center field. He'll dig in, one out here, bottom of the eighth inning. 2-0 ball game in favor of the Outlaws. He's going to hit the first pitch, and it's going to go foul. However, it stays in foul territory. And Bressler catches it over by third base. That is out number two. So now it'll be center fielder Brady Voss. With two outs here, he'll dig in. Voss will landscape a hair. Now he's ready. Two outs here. Jesus looking for a 1-2-3 inning. First pitch, that one down central called strike one. So no balls and one strike. And Voss will dig back in. 0-1 offering on the way. That one upstairs, that evens the count, one ball, one strike. First baseman Carter Mize in the on-deck circle. And Voss... Reach base here. 1-1 offering on its way. That one's going to be sliced on the opposite side of the field. Right fielder will grab it for out number three. That will be three up and three down as we will go to the top of the ninth inning. The Outlaws... Leading two to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage. Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Flanagan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in Mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law office. 
promises of Russ Swannigan. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com to get the best smile in town you mustache to southwest dental care we'll go to the top of the ninth inning the outlaws leading Two to nothing. It'll be hitters seven, eight, and nine coming to the plate. That'll be third baseman and Caden Bressler, catcher Kalen Protaski, and second baseman Jeb Jenkins. Fontno still on the mound, entering his third inning to work here. That one's going to be fouled back, strike one. He was looking to go yard on that swing. And just got under it, turned the hands over. Sends it foul straight back, so I mean, no balls, one strike. That one is going to be hit to the opposite side of the field, and that one's going to drop right in front of Mize, and it's going to be a fair ball. They'll throw down to second base, so he's held to a single. A leadoff single issued to Bressler. Now stepping in will be catcher Kalen Protaski. be a good time to see a double play turned here. Yes, it would be. Outlaws lead two to nothing here in the top of the ninth inning. So Fontenot will look in from the mound. Rotaski will dig in on the right-hand batter's box. He's going to slice that one foul. Might as well get it at first base again. That one in up on the hands. Yeah, I was just about to say that. And I had some weird English on it. Went from going fair to just turning to the right side past. First base. It had a backspin on it, to say the least. So no balls and one strike. Oh, one offering. That one's going to be sliced foul. That one a little harder. Nobody out here. Runner on first base. That's Bressler. Rotaski down in the count, no balls, two strikes. And looking in is Fontenot. He'll get the sign, check the runner on first. 0 2 delivery, swing and a miss. That is out, number one. Out of be second baseman, Jeb Jenkins will step in. So Jenkins steps in. He's got one on with one out here in the top of the ninth inning. Outlaws leading two to nothing. First pitch to him. He's going to slice that one. That one goes in over the first base dugout. So that'll be no balls and one strike. So 
Fontenot ahead in the count at 0-1. Again, one out, runner on first base. That's Bressler after he looped one behind third base. That one's going to be down central, called strike two. So, And we know balls and two strikes. In the on-deck circle will be center fielder Drake Angeron. Jenkins digs back in, 0-2 offering. That one will be sliced foul again off one of the poles. So that'll still stay. No balls, two strikes. One out here in the top of the ninth inning. Fontenot's next delivery. He's going to step off, and they call Fontenot for a balk. And head coach Mike D'Amelia drops the clipboard, and he is quickly out there. Fontenot called for a balk after he steps off the mound. So that's a quick conversation there as the back umpire says, what about six words and walks away? Yeah, very short conversation. I must have missed it again. I didn't really see where he balked, but he just turned around. You know, I've only seen, uh, I've only caught about 10% of the balks that have been called. 0-2 offering, that hit him. That on the right knee, so Jenkins... A jog on down to first base with a hit by pitch. So one out here. Runners on first and second. Center fielder Drake Angeron will come to bat now. So we've seen... How many balls do you think we've seen called this season? Uh, we saw... Too many? We've seen a lot, yeah. It feels like there's been at least two dozen balks called. More than I ever thought I would see. And I have to say, I've only actually seen and recognized maybe three of those as a bulk. The rest of them, I've been just as stunned as the crowd has been. Uh, Jenkins will get checked out quickly by one of the coaching staff members for the Outlaws. He says he's fine. Let's get to playing baseball. So Angeron will step in. With two on and one out. First pitch to him. Called strike one. Fontenot trying to work out of this jam. After he's given a leadoff single. Then a hit by pitch to put two on the base path. The outlaws do lead two to nothing. A one offering on the way. That one called strike two. So no balls, two strikes. I know again we'll look in. He'll nod his head to get the sign he wants. 0 2 offering on the way. That one in the dirt. Throw down to second base. Not quite on line. Runner gets back safely. That is Bressler at second. Jenkins on first. So Anger on. Has a 1-2 count. Fontenot checked the runner at second. Long look in there. 1-2 offering. Again, that one in the dirt. Anderson pops up but does not throw down. So there'll be two balls and two strikes as we play here in the top of the ninth inning. Outlaws lead 2 to nothing. Fontenot again looks in. 
He'll check the runner at second. 2-2 offering. I'll say he did not go around. Here the crowd does not like that, so that'll take us full. Three balls and two strikes. Think he went around on that? I'm going to have to go against the crowd. I don't think he went around, but I think that pitch was close to being a strike. I would agree. I think there was a better chance of it being called strike three. That one fouled back. Think of that previous pitch. There's a better chance of it being called strike three than getting him to go around. So we're still full. Three balls, two strikes. In one out, two runners on. Fontenot will look in. Payoff pitch. That one outside walked him. So now it'll be bases loaded. One out. Here in the top of the ninth inning for Caleb Fierstake. The right fielder is 0 for 4 with two strikeouts. Pop out to third base. A pop out to shortstop. Third baseman Seth Denoyer will come over and Put a couple words in the ears for Shane Fontenot. We are going to have a meeting on the mound here as Josiah Imhoff will start to come out. I don't know what he was doing. He came out, stopped just about baseline, went back to the dugout. So Fierstake will step in with the bases loaded. One out here in the top of the ninth inning. First offering to him, outside ball one. Here we have a dangerous situation with one of the Outlaws' best hitters on the team with bases loaded with only one out. Renegades trying to preserve their two-run deficit. That one's going to be a well-hit ball. Voss coming over, and he will not be able to make the grab. It's off his glove. And that's going to score at least two runs as Fierstake will have a double. They're going to try to score three. Play at home. Hamilton Anderson has it. And he got the tag thrown down to third base. And they said that everybody is safe. So three runs scored as I don't know how everybody was safe. And head coach Mike Demulia comes out again as Hamilton Anderson had Jenkins dead to rights in front of him. And they say he was safe. Hamilton Anderson had the tag and threw down to third base. Denoyer had to die for the ball, but I thought he kept his toe on the bag. We're going to see what they decide here. I highly doubt they're going to overturn anything. But they put up three runs. As it goes, as a three-run RBI, a three RBI triple for Fearstake. I have never heard this crowd as loud. <laughs> I kind of feel like we're in the line of fire here, sitting in front of everybody. Not at us, but we're just guilty by uh, by association here. So that scores three runs. We're gonna have a pitching change. Looks be, I think, Mick Von Felt. That is Mick Von Felt. Crowd is still chirping at the umpire. So Shane Fontenot, his night will be done. 
That's a tough break for Fontenot as he. What do you think? Did he get that tag on the runner at home? I think he did. I mean, I don't know how he didn't get the tag as the runner was coming right. He was set up right in the base path, right in line, and the runner never broke from the base path and just went right home. Yeah, it was such a tough hop to Anderson. He kind of is is a fastball coming into him. He made a great catch, and, I mean, the only really thing, is just, he just barely missed a tag, but he was even shocked, too. I mean, everyone on the field was shocked. The only ones happy were the outlaws. Now the play at third base, I couldn't see it. I was looking. Well, it looked like he dived. Yeah, I don't think he had any kind of tag on him, but it was only really the play at the plate. And Denoyer had his toe on the on the uh, bag, but all I know is I looked up and he was laying down in the dirt, and home plate umpire was calling everybody safe. So Mick Vonfelt comes in. He's from St. Charles, Iowa, left-handed thrower, 5'11", 170-pounder. He's a freshman at Missouri S&T. He's pitched in 12 games. Has a 2-0 record with one start on the mound. He is has a 9.00 ERA, 18 innings worked, 18 strikeouts, 21 walks, and 20 hits given up. Like I said, I don't really know how Hamilton Anderson did, did not get the tag there. I mean, I think he had it. He was set up in the base he path. He had it all the way. Set up in the base path, and the runner really just ran right into him. Mike D'Amelio sure did get his money's worth, though. So this next batter will be shortstop Logan Klein. First pitch to him is taken for ball one. So one ball, no strike count. Von Felt again looks in, has a runner on third base. 5-0, nothing lead for the Outlaws. That one outside. Makes it two balls, no strikes. Renegades will have to score at least five in the bottom half of this frame to push it to extra. Have to score six to win. Still only one out in the inning. Two balls, no strikes. That one bounces home. So now it's three balls and no strikes. Vonfeld again toes the rubber. Fierce stake was 0 for 4 and rips a 3 RBI triple. 3 0 offering on its way. That one down central called strike one. That makes it three balls, one strike. In this game, busted open here by that 3 RBI triple by Fierce stake. It's still one out here. 3 1 offering. That one upstairs outside. So Klein is walked. He'll be on first base. Fierce stake will still be on third. Now left fielder Ethan Ellis. This has just turned into a real rough inning for the Renegades. They trail five to nothing here in the top of the ninth inning. Ellis will dig in. He has runners on the corners. Bonfelt will look over at first base. First offering. That one called strike one. So that'll be no balls, one strike. Bonfelt again. Waits for Ellis to step back in the batter's box. 
And he'll look in. He'll check the runner at third now. He'll look over at first. Now back to home plate. Now back to first. Back to home plate. Back to first. There's the pitch. That one behind Klein, and that will be a run scored. As they say, diving in safely is Fearstake. And now it's 6 to nothing in favor of the Outlaws. That one comes by way of wild pitch. Klein will go to second base on the wild pitch. That makes it a six to nothing ball game. So one ball, one strike with one out here. Ellis will dig back in. Runner on second base. That's Klein. I'm going to love to see the reception these umpires get as we finish this inning. Probably won't be pretty. I think you're right on that. 1-1 offering on its way. That one just misses. Ball two. We're at 9.30 here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field. Blake Gasaway here with you on the Show Me Sports Network. Joined by Grayson Smith. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast. If you haven't done so, be sure and like our Facebook page. Just search Show Me Sports Network. Bonfelt will look in, check the runner at second, 2-1 offering. On its way, that one sliced foul, so we'll go even to two balls, two strikes. Well, that ball careened off the net, and everybody missed it. Home plate umpire missed it. It bounced between the legs of Ellis. He just kept on walking back and oblivious that the ball was there. So two balls, two strikes, one out here, runner on second base. Bonfelt will look in. He'll peek over his shoulder at second base. Again, another look in at second. Long look in. 2-2 offering. That one in the dirt gets away from Anderson. It's over on third base. Bonfelt sees it. He's got to run all the way over. Now Klein will be advanced to third base by way of another wild pitch. Again, this has really just been the M.O. here for the Renegades this season is they just get tough breaks. In a wild pitch right. like that, that's the furthest away I've seen a ball the entire year get away from the catcher, and that thing was halfway to the dugout. They just cannot catch a break, and it always seems like this comes when they're facing the Joplin Outlaws. I believe we're going to have a pitching change. Pitching change on a 3-2 count? Maybe not. They're coach, looking over there. Yeah, head coach Mike D'Amelia keeps looking over towards the bullpen. And there will be. Unless I missed it, did he walk? No, it is. It is three balls and two strikes. So this will be a new pitcher in the ball game as Von Feld tonight is done. This will be Colin Dimmel. This is an odd move in the middle of an at-bat. A 3-2 pitch. One out. So Colin Dimmel will come to the mound. He is from Overland Park, Kansas. A right-handed thrower, 6-foot, 170-pounder freshman at Emporia State. 
He's pitched in seven games, has an 0-1 record, 9.52 ERA. That's five and two-thirds innings work, 10 strikeouts, four walks, 11 hits. He's also hitting a 179. We haven't seen him bat a lot as of recent. Has faced the Outlaws three times this season. He's worked one inning each time. I really got to say, I really don't understand this move. You know, there's a some reason behind it. Not sure what it is either, but... So Demel, you said, will inherit a full count of three balls, two strikes. Again, runner on third base. That's Klein. Outlaws lead six to nothing. They played it four here in this inning. The only real reasonable exception for this move, I'd say, would be if Vaughn felt somehow injured himself or something. Or if he, I guess if he was requesting to get out of the game. But if this is just a move... Just to get a new pitcher, and I, I I really don't understand it. So Demo will take over. As we said, he inherits this full count of three balls, two strikes. As well as a runner on third base. So we play here in the top of the ninth inning. Just past 9.30 here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field. Blake Gazaway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith. We're the official home Renegades Baseball and the Renegades Radio Network here on the Show Me Sports Network. And if you haven't done so, be sure to like our page. Just search Show Me Sports Network. You'll find us there. We try to post things related to the team in the Mink League as the season, this the final game at home for the regular season. If the Renegades can't come back and win in walk-off style, we'll be on the road on Monday for the playoff game. Payoff pitch on the way, swing and a miss. Four strikeout, out number two. So Demo comes on, one pitch, one strikeout. <laughs> well, I guess it worked. So designated hitter Brett Weimers comes in. He is 0 for 3, been hit by a pitch. He did score a run. He'll step in. Runner on third base, two outs here in the top of the ninth. First pitch called strike one. So no balls, one strike to count, two outs here. You ever seen a strikeout on one pitch before? I can't say I have, but now I can. So Demo gets set. His 0-1 offering on the way. That one swung on, foul tipped. So it'll be no balls and two strikes. In the on-deck circle will be first baseman Jared Toller. Weimers, the eighth batter. To bat here in the top of the ninth inning. So Demo will look in. 0-2 offering on its way. That one goes back to the back of the net. And they're going to throw home. And they're going to say he is out. So the runner tries to go home on a wild pitch. I think Demo might have stepped on his wrist, but... That's the risk you take. So that will be out number three. As he is caught at home. And that ends the inning. 
Four runs are played. The Outlaws lead six to nothing. Now we'll go to the bottom in the ninth inning. Do or die time for the Renegades. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021. It's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. A new pitcher in the ball game for the Renegades. It'll be Justin Schrader. He is from Bruchard, Louisiana. Left-handed pitcher. He's a sophomore at Western Texas College. He's pitched in 10 games, has two saves, a record of 1-2, and 4.37 ERA, 24 and two-thirds innings worked with 38 strikeouts, 13 walks, and 18 hits. He'll face batters 4, 5, and 6. For the Renegades, as they're down to their last three outs, they have got to plate six runs in order to send us to extra frames. They've got to score seven to win in walk-off fashion. So Carter Mize, first baseman, he will be due up first. Then second baseman Ben Burton and catcher Hamilton Anderson. So Schrader will look in. His first offering to Mize called strike one. Now we're going to see, again, hat problems as the Joplin Outlaws must have the oversized hats. They must have ordered those for the team because it seems like every pitcher knocks his hat off about every four pitches. 0-1 offering. That one swung on in the dirt for strike two. <laughs> there it goes again. So check that. Not every four pitches. It's every pitch. Every pitch. But no balls, two strikes here in the bottom of the ninth inning. It's been bark at the park night. Mize will dig back in. He's got to protect the plate now at 0-2. First offering. He's going to foul that one back. So that'll make it no balls and two strikes. Schrader. Well, step off the mound now. He will step back on. Again, left-handed pitcher for the Outlaws. Mize digs back in. No balls, two strikes offering. That one outside. Ball one. I'll make it one ball and two strikes. And Mize will dig back in. He's looking for his second hit of the night. Most importantly, trying to get his team back in the game as the Outlaws trail six to nothing. 
1-2 offering. That one's going to be a well-hit ball, and second baseman Jenkins will glove it, throw over to first. It's a high throw into the dugout. Some ice. Will be safe on first base. Didn't go into the dugout, actually bounced back, but Mize legs that one out. They will be standing on first base. So now it'll be Ben Burton, second baseman. He'll step on. With no outs here, Mize on first base. So Ben will step in, right-handed batter. Has one on, no outs. He's also looking for his second hit of the night. Takes that one. Joe Bunt takes it for ball one. Protaski comes up like he's going to throw down to first base, but he did not throw. A lot on the line here. Winning team has a home playoff game Monday. Losing team is the road team as these two teams match up for the third game in a row. 1-0 offering. That one upstairs inside called strike one. So one ball, one strike. Burton again digs back in. Schrader will check Mize a couple times. That one called strike two. Schrader. Thought they called that strike. I think he did. I think that scoreboard might be wrong. So one ball, two strikes to count. That pitch swung on and missed. That is out number one. Now stepping in will be catcher Hamilton Anderson. He was walked his last time up. He's 0 for 2 with a strikeout and a pop out to the shortstop. So they'll have Carter Mize on first base. He will dig in on the left-hand side of the plate. First pitch to him, swing and a miss for strike one. He does have five home runs, a team tying five home runs on the season. So does Carter Mize, who's on first base. So does Andrew Patton, who is due three batters down the lineup. 0-1 offering on its way. That one's swung and a miss. For strike two. I got to say, since that last inning, I think it's gotten muggier here at the ballpark. I agree. I think that wind has stopped. It is hot. Oh, two pitch on its way. Swing and a miss for strike three. Hamilton is retired for out number two. Renegades down to their last out. As Seth Denoyer comes to bat. He's at a single, pop out to center field, and a sack bunt. All I will say is, unless the Renegades can plate seven runs in this inning, I think these umpires better jog to their cars quickly after the game. Uh, they probably got to do more than jog. So two outs here as Denoyer will step in. He has Mize on first base. Two outs. 
Schrader looks at first, takes a deep breath. First pitch on its way. That one's going to be fouled out of play for strike one. That'll be no balls. One strike again. Winner of this game hosts the playoff game between these two teams on Monday. Next week is playoff divisional and championship rounds of the Mink League. No balls, one strike count, two outs. Next pitch to Denoyer. They'll say he did not go around, so he checks his swing. Evens the count, one ball, one strike. Denoyer will step back in. Two outs here, one ball, one strike. Raiders next offering. That one down central called strike two. Renegades down to their last strike here as they trail six to nothing to the Outlaws. Game is two to nothing, however, ripped open in the top of the ninth inning as the Outlaws plated four. So Denoyer will crouch down, choke up a little bit as he does when he's got two strikes against him. Time was called. Denoyer will work the pine tar a little bit. Now he'll step back in against. Shortens up his stance just a little bit. One-two offering. Swing and a miss for strike three. And that is the ball game as the Outlaws win by a score of six to nothing. Renegades had some opportunities but just could not score runs. When they needed to, they had runners on base but could not produce the hits to bring them around the base path. And this ball game goes in favor of the Outlaws by a final of six to nothing. Well, we know what Monday will look like. It'll look like these two teams facing off, but at Joplin, as tonight's game wraps up. The regular season for the Renegades, as they finish the season with a record of 16 and 19 in Mink League action for the Outlaws. They move to 18 and 21 on the season, but really those records are all thrown out the window. Everybody starts back at 0 and 0, as now we'll have a day off tomorrow and they get ready to face the Outlaws on Monday. Any uh, final thoughts on today's game? I mean, I mean, it was just kind of a disappointing game. I mean, it was a rough eighth inning. Offense couldn't really get much going today, but I think that eighth inning was really just a really big killer for the Renegades, and they just weren't able to come back from that. But overall from the season, I, I had a great regular season. It was a great first, se- first season being on the air with you, and I'm looking forward to it next season. I'm not sure. I'll be able to make it to Joplin on Monday, but I hope Renegades can go as far as they can in the playoffs, and I'm excited for next year as well. Well, you've done a great job this season. I've enjoyed calling the games with you and uh, giving you your opportunity to get on the air, and I think you've done a great job, and you've grown as the season has went on, and you've you've uh, just got better each week, which is uh, obviously what, what we're looking for, and 
you've done uh, just an outstanding job. So I know uh, one of your goals is to uh, call for a major league team, and I definitely think you've got that opportunity sometime in your future because you've just done a great job, and it has been a pleasure working with you this season. So next week we know will look like this. We'll have the day off tomorrow, then it's a wild card playoff game on Monday. That'll be the Renegades on the road at Joplin. The winner of that game will go to the divisional playoff game. That will be against the Sedalia Bombers. That should be at Sedalia. So that'll be on Tuesday. And then the winner of that game will be crowned the South Division Meek League Championship. They will take on the North Division Championship. Wednesday is a rain day, and they will be in action on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday as it is the best of a three-game series to be named the Meek League Champion for the 20... You've been listening to the best game coverage in the Mink League on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network. Blake Gazaway, Grayson Smith, and the broadcast crew are the guys that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Centurion Cares, Batteries Plus Bulbs, Avon with Michelle Carty, Storm Pro Contractors, Mossy Oak Properties, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, River Oak Christian Academy, Kathy Rush Remax Realty, Eddie Gaydell Society, Joe Mockins Ford, Riley Automotive, Southwest Dental, Canterbury Hill Winery, The Dugout Sports Cars, Edward Jones, Central Bank, Farmers Insurance, Animal Medical Center, Downtown Chiropractic Clinic, Jefferson Bank, BE Renewed LLC, Poncheros, State Tech College of Missouri, MFA, Hitachi ABB Power Grids, and Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com and jeffcityrenegades.com. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.